And the podcast will begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Mandapat. Guys, <laughs> napakahina naman ng audience natin. Okay, Jesse, how are you? Good. Um, just been training hard, really sore right now. Um, but overall, I'm good. I'm still fighting. Yeah. Now, okay. I've seen your videos on YouTube. Very impressive. The reason why I'm very, I'm very proud to have you here is because our viewers, our viewers are people who want to be inspired more by people like you. Mm-hmm. And there are viewers and listeners who are actually on the fence looking for inspiration uh, from people like you. Okay? Huh. Now, let's talk about you. Because okay. you just didn't go, oh, last year, 2019 or 2020, you didn't, you didn't say, oh, pandemic, I want to be a boxer. It didn't happen that way, right? No. What was the path? What was the journey? You didn't wake up one morning and say, I'm going to be a boxer. This did not happen last year. This happened years and years yeah. and years ago. What yeah. was the what was the journey like? Man, it's actually a funny story. <laughs> That's um, so, you know, I was. It started in about I think the fifth, fourth grade, in elementary. Right. And my dad wanted to discipline me because I was I was a truant in school. You know, I wasn't really doing too well. Um, I was always getting in trouble. So my dad was going to take me to karate. And, um, you know, to discipline me because, you know, karate is about discipline and all that. But, man, it was expensive. (laughs) (laughs) It was expensive. So my dad said, you know, let's go to a boxing gym. (laughs) He said, $50 a month? Okay, I can afford that. Okay, let's do it. Fourth grade. Yeah, uh, I think fifth, fourth grade around there, sometime around there. And, uh, yeah, so my dad uh, took me to boxing and then, you know, uh, my first sparring, you know, guess how many punches I threw on my first sparring. First sparring. Karate, uh, boxing, not boxing, boxing. Boxing, boxing, Yeah, Guess how many punches I threw. In one round, 118. Yeah, uh, no, well, no, in, in when the I whole... first, my first, when I first started boxing on my first sparring when I was nine years old. My, my very first sparring, what, guess how many punches I, I, I threw. How many punches I, I, I. 75? One. One punch. <laughs> one punch. Knockout. No, one punch. Because uh, you was, were just you were just defending yourself. Yeah, I was scared. I didn't okay. know what to do. I didn't want to. I don't know. I was thinking in my head. I don't want to hurt the guy. I know it's boxing, but I'm like, man, I'm just taking a whole bunch of punches. This guy running me down for three rounds, just throwing it all. And then my dad got mad at me. He said, but, "Throw the left hand." I threw the left hand. Boom. boom. And then it says like, God. And I was like. Okay, so, uh, you know, we, we didn't do too well in that sparring. My dad got mad on me on the way home. The drive on the way home was getting mad, 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 mad. And then we came back, I think, either next day or next couple of Are days. you the eldest? Are you the only kid? Are you the eldest? What are I, you? I'm the oldest. Oh, I the have oldest. a sister. Okay. Yeah, uh, she's a younger sister. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, uh, after The that, following day, what happened? Yeah, the following day or sometimes that week, we came back. We went to spar and... I whooped the kid's ass, and I whooped the kid's ass that's better than him also uh, on that on that day of the gym. But then, you know, it came, other than that, it, it was a hard road to go through because, you know, uh, we couldn't afford, like, other trainers. Other trainers would be, uh, like, you know, they'll be, like, hassling us, you know, like, 
trying to make more money because you know we're we're Asian. They think we're yeah. rich. You know, we're not, we're not that rich. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, we're not that rich. So you know, my dad decided, okay, I'll take control of the training. You know, and so that's what brought us. Like both of us, we learned together coming over here. How did that build your relationship as father and son? That's frustrating. <laughs> this is frustrating. Um, but no, my me and my dad. Um, you know, we, we butt heads a lot in training. Uh, not as much now, but uh, we do butt heads all the time and, wow. and stuff like that. But, you know, that's that's what made it the the boxing yeah. relationship strong. And that's what made us close boxing. Okay. And the reason why I ask that is because fourth grade or fifth grade, your dad wanted you to throw punches and you were like... Or I might hurt the guy. That in itself is good perspective. Because mm-hmm. other kids might say, I don't want to throw a punch because I might get hurt. Yeah. Your perspective is, I don't want to throw a punch because I might hurt the guy. Yeah, I was already getting hit. I was already getting But then again, the mentality, me. it starts with the mindset. Yeah, yeah. Right? You know, that when, when you said that a while ago, I was listening to what you know, how you were presenting and I was like, whoa. Just the mindset of who's in control is already impressive. So now, when you mentioned the conversation you and your dad had on the way back, we was all that stuff. He was getting mad. What was going through your head when he was doing that? I want to quit. I just want to leave. I don't want to. Man, through boxing, I had so many times where I thought, like, when I was younger, and especially in the amateurs, like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I'm like, I'm losing. I'm losing maybe three fights in a row and I'm like this is not for me but no my dad uh pushed me back up you know picked me back up he might be mad but we still have to wait you know get up every day it, there'll be times when I don't want to box anymore and my dad said get up let's go run right now I'm like I don't want to run <laughs> run for what I don't want to box I'm like no we, we gotta go run but no the wait yeah. when you say I don't want to run I want to I don't want to run for what so when you said that rhetoric in your head about what am I running for, who gave you the answer? Yourself or did your dad give you the answer? Well, well, obviously, is, uh, you know, my dad want to, you know, he want to push me and make me strong. But I guess, I don't know, it's, it's a good question. It's, it's hard to explain because, I don't know, my dad just pushed me even though, like, times I don't want to box, I just got to get back up, you know? It's nice, no? It's nice to have a dad. Yeah. Who talks louder than you when we're having a podcast? I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. but seriously, it's nice to have a dad who will push you. But most importantly, let's talk about trust. Because at some point, I mean, it's easy to tell a five, a, a fifth grader to do this, a seventh grader to do this, a middle schooler, a high schooler to do yeah, this. Yeah. But to tell a 22 year old boxer, a professional boxer to do this, where did the trust happen between father and son? Because trainer and boxer, there has to be trust, right? Yeah, there has to. Um, yeah, my dad, it, it, the trust start from the beginning or when we when we first start. You know, when I'm born, I have to, I have to trust my dad, everything. You know? but, but even if you didn't like what he was telling you, because you said you would butt heads. Yeah, uh, we would butt heads, but I know it's for my own good. You know, I get frustrated a lot, but... You know, is it just makes me better. You know, does he elbow you when um when you win a fight? 
when he goes, huh? What I tell you? <laughs> no, he hugs me. He hugs me, and he doesn't care if uh, I'm sweaty. He kisses me in the face, and I'm like, okay. It's nice, <laughs> no? Yeah, it's yeah, nice. Yeah. Now, okay, let's talk about amateur and professional. Mm. When? How old were you when you had your first amateur fight? Uh, I think I was ten years old. How that feel? It was, it was like. I started at nine, but then a month later we got a fight. <laughs> a month later, we we went to go <coughs> our, get our first fight, and I fought a kid with twenty two fights on my first fight. Yeah, the judges didn't want to allow it, or the the officials, the boxing officials didn't want to allow it because like I have no fights, and the kid has twenty two fights. But my dad was so anxious, putting me in there, like get that fight, get that fight, get that fight. You know, and you're like, okay, you want to get that fight? Then we'll give him what he wants. Okay, so we took the fight. And then, um, yeah, and th- uh, I didn't win, but it was a very close fight. Uh, in, in amateurs, back then, the punches were based on a scoring system. So how many punches you landed on your opponent, that's how, you know, it. that's how um, the scoring system right. was. So I only lost, how many points was that? I was like, probably like about Less than five points, I would have would have won. So it was very close. Wow. So like l- just five five punches away. I think it's three punches, five or three punches, something like that. Wow. And I would have I would at least like you know won. Uh, but it was my first it was my first fight. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't too crazy. Do you recall what your mindset was during your first fight? How you felt? How it looked? I was nervous and I was cold. <laughs> My first fight, I was I was really nervous. Did uh, you feel the punches as they were coming? No, no. Adrenaline really. was setting, and even at ten years old, no. Yeah, um, I was more nervous than scared to get right, hit. Right. You know, um, I, it was hard to warm up because that you know it was my first fight. But you know, we got to uh, we got the hang of it. You know, my score was uh, my my record wasn't too well in the amateurs. I can't even remember my amateur record but my amateur records started getting better once uh 2015 when we fought our first uh national tournament uh-huh yeah over there my dad was telling me like oh uh are you really ready for this because i got beat up in sparring i got beat up in sparring my dad said are you ready for this are you really ready for this because we're gonna go over there you're gonna embarrass yourself you're gonna embarrass me you know and like we're gonna go to a national tournament so there's that no at least there is that kind of conversation right yeah and so we went over there. I had like a couple losses and everything, you know. But we went over there. We we don't know how we're gonna do. We just went there, you know, gave it our all. I ended up ranking number two in wow. the US. Wow. On that tournament. How many fights to rank number two? Uh that tournament I think I fought three times. I fought three times uh that week, but Luckily, my division wasn't didn't have like a lot of people. Right. Other divisions, they have like about twenty five people or more. You know, I I didn't have too many people in my division. I had like about ten, but still to place number two in the whole oh, yeah. U.S. that's a big accomplishment, at least for me. You know. Oh yeah, I mean for for yes. No. Yeah. Your first amateur knockout that you delivered. How old were you when when that happened? In amateurs. Did you ever I, knock I stopped, anybody out? I stopped people in the amateurs, but I never really knocked anyone out. Okay. Um, but you know, I've I've dropped a couple of people and actually knock down first knockdown, yeah. Yeah, but 
uh, sometimes I remember there was one. I got someone with a hook right when he came in, when he threw the jab. I threw the hook <laughs> right there on his head, and he fell, and then the referee calls it a slip. I'm like, <laughs> you're this close to us, and you could, you could, you said that it's a slip? How, are you even watching the fight? I, I dropped him right on the floor. So, SoCal State Tournament, I think it's 2013, 2014. Boom, right in the head. Falls to the floor and then he says, "Oh, he slipped. It's okay. We're we're not gonna take a point up." But I still what? won. The, I still I still won the fight. I still uh won the fight. But you know, it's like they didn't score. Okay, it's a knockout. You know knockout. what? <clears throat> um, so so that people can understand this, and um, I've spoken to other people as well about it. Fascinating. So back in high school, I would get into fist fights. Now, for fist fights on the street. Every time I get into a, I, I, every time I would get into a fist fight, I would have tunnel vision. <laughs> part yeah. adrenaline, part nerves, part everything, right? So you get this tunnel vision. So now you don't have any periphery, and everything's a blur, because all you want to do is just want to knock that person out and get out as fast as you can and call it a day. Yeah. In yeah. fifteen seconds, twenty seconds, you're done, right? But when I'm listening to you, and you're telling me that. And you're describing how you how you place that hook, how you saw the person fall, how the referee called it a slip, and how you were able to think in your head, that's not a slip. Do boxers have tunnel vision or does training erase the tunnel vision so you can have a wide periphery of the whole boxing? No, yeah, you totally <laughs> have a tunnel vision, you know. Um, but during training... You you'll learn how to, um, especially it's weird because even you know what I'm ears, talking about, right? Your ears have tunnel vision too, really, because you block out everything, everything, all the crowds. Sometimes you could hear the crowds too, like you could hear your girlfriend sometimes, whatever. Right. But you erase all the sound. You can only hear your coach. It's weird. It's so weird. You could can you can you describe that so that for people like me and others who are watching, uh -huh. what what can you see? Because all we have is PlayStation and Xbox, right? <laughs> when you play and all that stuff. But you as a boxer, what can you see? What can you hear? Or can you really see from this far? Can you see the the punches coming from the side? What can you hear? Well, we can hear the crowd. It's crazy because sometimes when, when I'm fighting, uh, let's say if I got hit, like, there'll be times where I don't even get hit and the opponent's uh, team will be like, oh, yeah, good punch. Good punch. They'll be, like, yelling, like, a big old crowd. I'm like, I didn't even get hit. And I'm like, what, what is that? <laughs> and, yeah, you can hear you can hear the crowds and all that stuff. You can hear, like, when you're already doing good and uh, you're, you're punching and, like, everyone's like, ah, you know. And it motivates you, too, when you're already uh, kicking the guy's butt. You're like, bah, 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 bah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's go, let's go. Everyone's getting all crazy. And that motivates you to keep punching more, too. Um, but What no, can you see? Well, I see. It's just my opponent either, you know, what, whatever whatever he's doing. You know, I just got to focus and not yeah. worry about, like, the crowd. Just right. focus on, like, the person that's right in front of me. And, you know, focus on the movement, reading the opponent. All Reading. That. When you say reading, that's split-second decisions because timing is everything, right? Yeah, of course. So, how yeah. does that work? I mean, what goes through your head? Eyes oh, gonna do this? Do you anticipate? Do you anticipate punches? I try not to anticipate. Okay, there you it, go. But 
you know, at times I get a little bit hesitant, but at, you know, you always want to just like move, move, just wait. When time is right, you see a punch, boom, counter back right away. Right. Counter back right away. Um, but other than that, you know, it's just all, it's all mindset. It's all mindset. It's all mindset. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's nice, no? Because is it true whatever you do in boxing can easily be applied in real life? Yeah, everything you do. It's crazy. Even you, you play music, it, it could be, you know, you could relate it to life. My dad relates everything to, to music, to, music uh, and life. to boxing. So oh, my really? dad relates uh, music to boxing. He relates drumming to boxing. He relates cars to boxing. I like cars. So he relates cars to boxing. Give me an analogy that your dad would normally tell you about cars and boxing. Cars, so, okay. So when you're, when you're boxing, you're keeping your, uh, keeping your timing, right? keeping your timing so that's you being at like you know you're on the freeway or what you're yeah, probably yeah. like fifth or sixth gear so yeah. you're just right you know you're you're punching you're moving your head timing timing and then you want to go fast you just see a like a mustang pass by right you're like okay i gotta i gotta downshift downshift down to four fourth gear if not go lower third gear and hold that down and then yeah it's like that lower gear is gonna make you go harder same with boxing you want to be Right when you know the time is right, you want to be a bah, 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 bah. you want to get in there right away. Right when the time is right, you want to down uh, downshift and boom, 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 get those shots in. But other than that, you're very calm. Take yes. your time. Take your time. And when time's right, take off. Energy management. Yeah, exactly. Right. How how do you train for that? Like running, running, a lot of running, a lot, doing a lot of stuff that we already do right now. Just what people. Are scared about is being tired during training you want to be tired because you want to be tired you want to be tired and then past that oh you get past that you want to get past getting tired so you want to get tired uh just like what i told my dad uh just like a couple or even yesterday i told him like i'm gonna make myself tired like just right now it was barely like the first 15 minutes of training i want to make myself tired right now so that 45 minutes of going through it i'm gonna get tired and tired and tired so that way, when the day of the fight comes, I won't be tired, you know? Wow, let's talk about going pro. Mm -hmm. Who, you and your dad probably had a conversation. What was the conversation like between you and your dad? Are we going to go pro? Are we ready to go pro? What, 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 was, what, was, what was the conversation like? Uh, we're going through like, we're going through like family problems, you know? Uh, a lot of family problems and... We're like, you know, we got to make this happen. We got to go pro. We went to the gym like here and there, but I was like, we've been waiting too long. I'm already, what, 18? And a lot of people that were my age when I was in the amateurs already turned pro. And, you know, they're already making big moves. And, like, I'm over here, you know, still, like, kind of, like, struggling, you know, like, to, to get a fight. But I was like, you know what? We got to go pro. You, just gotta you made that decision. Yeah. I made the decision. My dad followed it. And then, you know, from there, we just, here we are. You know, we're not, we're nowhere near where we want to be yet, but, you know, we're almost right. there. First fight, what was it like? First prof professional fight? <laughs> Man, that fight, it was, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah, I came, I came to the fight thinking that, you know, it was going to be an easy win. Um, that, that guy was, head was strong. I couldn't knock him out. Like, he got cut, like, right here. He got cut like right oh no no he got cut right here and right here on his face i'm like 
this guy's not going down. I'm throwing so hard. I'm throwing so hard. And they said the fight was going to be at like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, right? Where was the fight at? Was it in the States? Uh, Tijuana. In Tijuana, okay. Yeah, the fight was, uh, they said the fight would have been like 8 or 9 o'clock. And I didn't really eat much either before the fight. So we were just waiting. But then the fight ended up being like 12 midnight. What? And I was fighting basically on an empty, empty stomach. stomach. Yeah. yeah, and I came to the corner and my lips turned purple when like I'm tired. And my lips turned purple, so I was like, is I had no food, no water. I still finished the four rounds good. I still won the what? fight. I still won the fight, but man, it was it's difficult fighting while you're on a fast because I was like I didn't I didn't eat um I didn't eat because my other coach, not my dad, but there's another coach that I had, he uh he told me not to eat because we thought that the fight was going to be at eight. Right. So, you know, he doesn't want you to be all full and you get hit in the body and you get, yes. you know, you start throwing up. So we didn't really eat. But then 12 o'clock, man, I was so hungry. But you won that fight. Yeah, I won. I won. Decision, knock, knockdown. A decision. It okay. was a decision, yeah. How'd that feel? It was good. A little bit disappointed in my performance because, you know, I felt like a little bit weaker in the ring, but... I still hit him with a lot of hard shots, like really hard shots. But the guy was strong. He didn't go down. You know, I give him props for that. But, you know, it was it was a good experience. You know, ate tacos afterwards. I just like going over there to Mexico. Fight, eat tacos, <laughs> go home. No. That's all I want. Um, it's nothing personal, right? Like when you box. It's not personal. Or do you take it personally? It gets personal sometimes. It gets personal sometimes. Can yeah. You, let's talk about that. When does it get personal? It, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I treat every opponent the same. But once you have, like, that really cocky attitude, nah, I, I, my my eyes are, like, red. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, my arms are red. Like, I, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. Like, um, there's this one guy. Um, it was, where was that? It, it was here in California, but it was, like, in one of these, like, casinos over here yeah. in, in California. And we weighed in, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be, like, in my face. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm just looking at it. I didn't say anything. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I got in there. Um, first, uh, the, the day after weigh-ins, we fought, and I was like, okay. Let's let's get this, and then right after, boom! boom. Right on the head, left hand, right, right, right to the right to his chin. Boom! Dropped like the twin tower, or not twin towers, but he dropped like. <laughs> I fell to the floor, and then he got up. He was like, and then after that, the fight was done. <laughs> now, you, I, I, I mean, on on YouTube, I'm not sure if that's reversed or whatever. Sometimes I see you. Um, training southpaw, and sometimes I see you playing orthodox. But what are you? I'm I'm southpaw, but um, I can switch here and there. I know because there was I one fight I saw you were playing right, and I was like, "Whoa!" No, I don't. I don't was it? I'm not a, sure. If, I'm not sure if there was or not, but or it seemed that you were you, you were jabbing right, not left. No, you were jabbing left. <laughs> but they, but then training with your dad, I see you. Really playing left or training left? Yeah, yeah. No, <clears throat> I I know how to I know how to switch here and there, but yeah. I don't I don't really uh, do it too much. Mm. Um, if ever I switch, 
it's either if you know like it's only gonna be for like a quick second. I'm right. never I'm never really gonna switch if I'm training like the other way. If anything, it was probably my opponent that I had the opposite um uh position. That's probably why you thought like I Maybe. I just, yeah. 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 My God, no. Now nine fights. What's the goal? Get a belt. Get my family in a house. I don't want my mom to work no more. Right. I want my dad to focus on the boxing team. Um that's about it. I how far are you? How far are you from the from a belt? Far, but not far. If that makes okay, sense, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> uh, again, like like with Manny, he was he was. Um, that's when when uh, opportunity meets preparedness. Uh-huh. That was Manny Pacquiao when he fought Led Led. Uh, what's his name? Ledwaba. Ledwaba. Mm-hmm. You know, two weeks notice. Yeah, and he wins it, fight, right? Yeah. When 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 opportunity and preparedness meets, that's that's what you the underdog. You, yep, underdog. So uh, he was far, but not that far. You know, you know kind of yeah. like that. Incidentally, uh, this studio Paco's place, partly sponsored by Manny Pacquiao. Oh, that's dope. And you know what? You want to know what else? You're the first sportsman to ever guest. Yeah. Here at Paco's place. That's dope. That means a lot. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking about it now. I'm like. Did we have any sports person? No, musicians, oh. actors, um, corporate people, people from the academe. You're the first sportsman mm-hmm. who's ever graced uh, Paco's place. That's dope. And I remember when <clears throat> when I was asking uh, Manny Pacquiao for from, I was asking him for funding mm-hmm. to build this. Never occurred to me that the first sportsman would be a boxer. That was that. That's insane. So it's an, That's it's an insane. honor and a privilege. Just wanted to throw it out there. So now, nine fights. What's the game plan? Without revealing the game plan. <clears throat> Biggest thing I want to get to fight in the United States again. You know, after all this like COVID stuff is done, and you know, I want to get signed. I want to get signed with a promotion. You know, I want to. You know, if the shoe fits, then it fits. But I want to. I want to get a. Get signed, you know. I want to, I want to be on TV. I want to, I want to get on like the Zone, ESPN, Showtime. I want to get on all of that. I don't know who the promoter is in the right. future, but I know it's coming, right. and it'll soon happen. Nice plan because I was talking to your dad um, a while ago. He's like, "Me, no plan. Whatever goes, goes." So there's <laughs> your dad, Jess. Shout out to you, and then there's you, Jesse, the guy who is. More, more like, more like me, a musician. And then there's you, square, which means very disciplined. The interdependence that both of you have is a lethal combination. Yeah, it is. You know, um, there's that un- there's that unpredictiveness in it as well as. Mm. Okay, they think they know, but they really don't know. What's it like when you guys uh, strategize? How? We watch spar- uh, our opponent. We watch sparrings. Um, my dad is really good at this, you know, um, learning visually. And a lot of coaches would just be like, you know, oh, okay, do this, do this, do this. But no, we, we have everything. We at least try to break everything down to a science, you know. So uh, it's hard to explain. Explain really, it. Because we're, 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 not, like we're not under time constraints. And the only constraints yeah. I have is yours because you have to wake up early tomorrow. But... Yeah. <laughs> but you know, feel free to explain because you might not get another interview where 
where it's free-flowing. I take pride in that. So this is your show. But how? And the reason why I, I'm asking is because there are some kids who think they know all that. And there are some parents who think they know all that. But the way I observed both of you a while ago and on video and fights that you guys have and the questions I'm asking, I sense that you trust your dad for the things that he knows and doesn't know. And he trusts you for the things that you know and don't know. That's why you guys give and take. Yeah. No, you know, yeah, like you said, there's like a lot of trust in in this thing. You know, he trusts me like in the ring also. Well, he's actually the most nervous. Of know? course. Yeah, he's the most <laughs> First nervous. First born son. <laughs> yeah, he's the most nervous, but uh during training, you know, we, we get you just gotta um I don't know, it's hard to explain how we do it. We just do it, you know? We just go in there, um, get that get that training, everything is strategic. If we're gonna spar, then and then, you know, there was something I didn't do wrong, like let's say um my footwork was off. Next time our footwork will be there because we learn it in training the next day. Uh the next day we're we're gonna be learning footwork, 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 footwork all the time. Just like today we work on footwork a lot and it shows when when we spar that the footwork will be there like your jump ropes and yeah everything else um more like stepping back moving forward right. set aside and all this kind of stuff and it's just being on your foot and not getting tired on your foot you know that's hard no <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's hard <laughs> yeah um man if if it was easy everybody would do it i remember they said that if it was easy everybody would do it right yes. yeah but no we we put we take a lot of pride in in our work, our effort because you know it's a job that we're not paid for yet. Because in the end, it's gonna yeah. be a big bank. You know, it's like it's like being being a musician. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of course. You know, you you really I mean, all your career you're putting out, you're spending on gear, you're mm-hmm. spending on gas, you're spending on on hours away from family. Yeah. And most often than not, the big break never comes. But when it does come, oh my God, that's when the yeah, and it's crazy. Just like you know, um, local musicians that's yeah. not really making um, yep. money. You know, they're going to gigs and shows. They're not really getting paid for nope. it either. You know, not even getting the respect that they deserve. Uh uh-uh. uh mm. And and what also uh, what also um, plays a big role is like social media and stuff. Like yeah. taking advantage of like social media. Yeah, that takes a big role too. But. No, yeah, it's just like being a boxer. We're we're boxing for how long? How much money did we spend already? Yep. How much um, money did my sponsors uh, spend? Like, thank God to my sponsors, you know, they're able you to... Wanna, you want to greet your sponsors? It's fine, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, thank you to Merch Empire, you know, Tito Eric Kalayan, Kalayan Skincare, you know, uh, Saigon Sports Club, Merch Empire, all of them. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. And... Nice. Um, vi- and... Um, what you call uh, smart janitorial as well? Nice, nice. Manny Pacquiao, the one and only. The one and only. <laughs> how can you make him proud? Man, I don't know how I'm gonna make him proud. Actually, I want to make my family proud. First. Of course, that's a given. Yeah. That's a given. Um. Other than that, I don't know how to how to make them. Because you know what, you know what, hold on, uh, let me correct myself and let me correct you. 
you've already made your family proud. Yeah, they're they're proud, but I want I want to give them more. Of course, yeah. of course, that's your pride. Yeah, but you've already made them proud. I guarantee that. You know, just yeah. looking at your dad from right behind your shoulder, yeah. You know, you've already mm. he's he's one proud dad. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, I mean, my question is, there are some, there are some um, moves like paying homage to to this, like Kobe, Kobe. Well, we're actually taping this episode during Kobe's uh, first year death anniversary, but Kobe, when he would pay homage to um, Hakim Olajuwon or or Michael Jordan with different moves and all that stuff, right? How about you with regard to moves or combinations? What what emulation have you done in the beginning of your career? And what are you trying to emulate or who are you trying to emulate at this point in your career? You know, I I I don't know. I just have my my own style, style? but I really look up to uh Manny. I I look up to Rigandao. I look up to uh Lomachenko, all the quick fighters, Ooh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um those are the people I look up to, really. But I should be watching more boxing. It's hard to fit everything in a day, you know? Yeah. Uh, every day is hard to fit everything into a day when you're so busy. But, no, uh, Manny has been, like, inspiration from the beginning, you know, especially being, uh, having honor to run with him, run, you know, like, run with him and stuff like that in the mornings and go, go to... Um, See him at wild card train, you know, it's, it's humbling to see where he came from, you know, selling bread and cigarettes right? on the street to where he is now. Stolen cigarettes. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, no, nah, it's, it's a big inspiration for me. But, you know, uh, I should be really lucky because I watch a lot of, I, I watch, uh, have you watched Kid Kalafu? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that movie and I'm like, man, I'm sp- Spoiled, like even though I'm not spoiled, we went through like a lot of hardships too. But I look at myself like I'm spoiled. Like I have all this, I should be able to uh, to, to be better than him. Yes. I should be able. Yes. I have all the resources. I'm already here in America. Yes, yes. To begin with, yes. and I should already, you know, have that foot forward in the door. Like what they say, um, equal equal opportunity doesn't mean equal outcome. You know, Amen. so so you can start all the way from the bottom and then a person starts at the top and doesn't mean that they're going to meet up or yep. or this one's going to be higher. Yep. This one could go down. This one could go up. But, you know, it's it's nice. No, I, it, I'm, I'm very impressed right now when you said, I mean, with your revelation of yourself, dang, I'm spoiled. It takes it. You know, that's that. That was a crossroad. That's a crossroad. Your 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 self-revelation. How do, how do you say it? Unless you can admit to yourself that you're an addict, rehab will never work. Yeah, same thing with, with boxing, especially your pride so high in, in, in boxing. Like, you don't want to listen to your coach. And there'll be times where I don't listen to my dad in training too, like when, when, I'm, in, when, I'm, when I'm sparring. And sometimes, it, it's not that I don't want to, it just doesn't register in my head or I'm too tired, you know? It's like, you know, jab, move your head. I'm like, hey, <laughs> uh, let me wait a little bit. I'll jab once once I feel better. 
you know, but um, no, yeah, it's true. Once you want, once you want to really put Push. yourself yeah. up there, you're going to be like, okay, I'm not that good. I, you know, I have to listen. I have to have someone take care of me. Yes. You have to humble yourself, no, mm. in order to go up. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, like, and that's a comes to the whole thing of trust. Do you trust a yes. person that's taking care of you? Yes. Yeah. Then You're, this is a very inspiring interview. I, I really appreciate you. Aspiring, uh, aspiring partners. Who gets to pick? Like for this fight, you get to pick your sparring partners, or does your dad get to? My pick? dad get to pick who who I spar. So it's like I have a surprise for you. <laughs> <That's Yeah. important. laughs> no, yeah, my dad. Gets you don't, do you go, Dad? Um, can you give me someone who is blah 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 and blah 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 blah? Or is it more like, I got this? No, my dad. My dad tells me who I need to spar, and I give him. Um, I, I give him. I tell him like, okay, yeah, we need someone quick, and I give him suggestions of who I should spar, and then you know we go from there. Um, now, how does that work? When you get um, inside the ring, do you guys talk um, light, moderate, severe? Oh no, my dad gets mad, <laughs> especially when I don't listen. He get mad. Well, he doesn't really get mad off the bat, right? But when I don't listen, he get mad. But usually, is very strict. He try to be very firm with his words, so he'll you can follow it right away. But other than that, if I don't listen, oh, he's on me. He's on me. And then he'll even yell at me after the training. But no, no. Everything right now is a lot better. <laughs> a lot better now. Now, when you spar, no mercy with the, with the partners? <laughs> it depends. Um, it depends what we're working on. If we're, we have, like, beginners and stuff like that, um, then, you know, I'll work with them. You know, I'll, I'm going to work on something that, I need to work on if it's going to be moving my head. I'm going to be working moving my head. If I that's something I need to work on. If it sometimes I don't have to beat up the guy, but if it's like someone that's hard, you know, I have to give it my all too. But if I'm are they allowed to beat you up or are they required to beat you up? Well, everyone uh, is free to do what they want to do, okay. you know, in the ring. But like with with people that are like you know they're pros. Also, we we have to give it. Give it all, you know. Um, but if it's like beginners, you know, I I tend to take it easy. They could go hard on me, but I know I can handle it. Um, actually, just today in sparring, dude. <laughs> Remember? Do share, do share. Other, yeah. Okay, so if the person is talking trash, ah, oh. you have permission to whoop his <laughs> smack him. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, this guy goes to the gym. He he's he says he wants to go pro. And, you know, he's saying all this stuff. Yeah, I want to go pro, blah, blah, blah. Um, so my dad says, okay, I'll go to the gym tomorrow. You'll spar my son. I was like, okay. My dad didn't think he was really down to go spar me. So he went to go spar me. And that was today. Uh, he shows up, you know, he's already warming up. He's like so super motivated, right. <clears throat> making his um, joints loose and everything, you know, getting ready. He's, he's like, okay, I got hard sparring. I got, I got good sparring or whatever, right? So we're in the ring, and then he, he's like wanting to pick his sparring partner. He's like, oh, I want to spar one, and I want to, or, or he was pointing at my teammate one and my teammate Darren. He's like, I want to spar him. I want to spar him. And what? And my dad was all like, oh, no, yeah, don't worry. They're, all these guys are pro. Okay, you'll see. You'll see. Watch. So 
Um, because he'll want to spar like other people that are like way heavier than him, right? And he's like probably a little bit heavier than me, actually. But he wants to spar like these two other people that are like way bigger. Like 130? Yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're like right now, they're probably walking at like 140 or what? something like that. And he wants to spar those guys, the this this cocky kid. And he was like, okay, so we got in the ring. First couple of punches, I saw that it was like he missed like all four punches. So I was like, okay, you know, you. You want this, then you want this. All right, so I got in there. When, bah, when, bah, when, bah. when people talk trash at you, do you talk trash at them too? No. It depends. It depends. It really depends. But no, the, the kid was cocky, so I put him in his place. And that's pretty much all that needed to be said. I'm not going to go too, yeah. too much detail into his farm, but... Respect. Yeah, I bloodied him, but he still had to, he's still like making excuses like, oh yeah, because it is, because it is. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, all right, <laughs> whatever. Uh, my teammate Juan was like, hey, Jesse, relax, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, he's on he's on the floor and I'm already like staring him down. I don't know why I got so mad because like this guy just doesn't go into another gym and say that he wants to go pro and he want to fight you, you, and you. Again, yeah. Who does that? Respect, you know right? Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's like you go to someone's house Mm-hmm. You're going to offer to wash the dishes, right? Yep. This guy didn't. This guy just goes in with his shoes on, doesn't even take them off. And there you stepping go. Stepping on the carpet with all the mud and everything. That's what he did, basically. And we had Dang. to put him in his place. Now let's talk about um, kids and entitlement and the lack of humility. Not because they really don't have it in them, but because there are busy parents. Yeah, some people are not. I don't know. It's hard to say. Also, you know, a big big thing, like, one, parents are working or, you know, there's not a father figure in right. their life also. A father figure is a big thing, you know, um, because when they look at to the father as a hero. Yes. When, they, when the father is gone, they're going to go look to the streets for a hero. They're going to yes. look to their friends. They're going to look, uh, what, what is it that makes them happy? What, make, what, what they feel cool for, you right. know? That's why I'm very fortunate to have my dad because there's a lot of people that don't have parents. You know, I, I'm lucky I have a really hard-working mom, work uh, two jobs and everything, um, and a dad that worked hard just as much. And, you know, we're, we're out here getting our goals done and, you know, trying our best to make money. And, you know, we're just hustling, you know. So that's what it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Mandapat. Yeah. Thank you guys. Wishing you all the best. We're going to win this. We're going to win this. Thank you. Thank you.